you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Perfection. This dude is phenomenal. He's amazing. He's incredible. He's the best in his craft. Cooper Cup in the end zone. He's a cheat code. You can already feel the juice building here. It's going to be awesome, obviously. This is going to be the most insane game I think we've ever had on TV. The most insane game we've ever had on TV. Yes! Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We are live here in New York City. It is game day, Thursday, September 8th. Welcome, 2022 NFL. My name is Jamie Erdahl, alongside Kyle Brandt, Peter Strager, and a Super Bowl champion, J-Mac, Mac, Jason. Mm-hmm. He is a GQ model and a Super Bowl oh, champion. Yes. Kyle did have an editorial thought that he had about today's show, which is just to go three hours straight of talking about just this game tonight. Every and single you could have done it. Every segment, that's fine. Every- we might be doing that in February uh, outside of Uh-oh. Glendale, Arizona, Uh-oh. and we might be talking about these very two teams. Peter. And that might be more than three hours. And I'm ready. For, I'll take that right now. We are doing matchup. Super Bowl predictions, and did you just review? I mean, what is happening? Know. It's like all in the back of our heads. We're back to this game, talking about it. So. Mm-hmm. But until then, let's continue to talk about it. Time for the lead block. Lead block. And we're going to welcome in our NFL Network insider, Tom Pelissero. Tom, it is the start of the new season, just a couple hours away. But you have the latest on the injury report from the Bills and the Rams leading up to kickoff. 
Well, Jamie, let's start with the Bills. No Tredavious White, their star cornerback, of course, on the reserve PUP list. So he is out for the first four games as he recovers from a torn ACL. But better news elsewhere in the Buffalo secondary. All-pro safety Jordan Poyer, who missed most of training camp after hyperextending his elbow in early August, returned to practice. Full participant all week. He is good to go tonight against the Rams. Wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie also will play tonight against L.A. Meanwhile, for the Rams, the only player on their injury report was wide receiver Van Jefferson. He had knee surgery back on August 1st. There had been initial hope he might be able to get back for this game, but did not practice the entire week, so he is out tonight. Better news elsewhere for the Rams, quarterback Matthew Stafford, who had a PRP injection in his throwing elbow back early in the offseason, had missed some time in camp. They limited his reps. Full participant, not even listed on the injury report this week. He will play safety, or excuse me, cornerback Jalen Ramsey, running backs Cam Akers, Daryl Henderson Jr. They all missed some time at various points in training camp. Also not on the injury report. Good to go tonight. That's awesome. That's good news for all. Good news to see the stars out. What is going to be on your ticker tape as the game goes on? Why don't you start out, Jay? What do you got? Yeah, for sure. For me, it's going to be, we talked about it, all offseason. This Buffalo offense, but I want to see what this Rams defense is able to do with this offense. Ramsey talked yesterday, and he said, they're good, we're good. I'm not about to hype them up like everybody else is doing. He said he respects the game too much. The way he prepares, the way his teammates prepare, how they trust each other, how they believe in each other. So I'm fired up to see what him and Aaron Donald, the superstars on this defense, what they're going to do. He told us, he told us, I'm pissed off with how much we're hearing about this Buffalo Bills offense. We're the returning Super Bowl champs. We're a dominant defense with two of the best players at our position in the entire NFL. When I listened to his statements yesterday, I got fired up because that's what football is all about. I don't give a damn what everybody's saying about Josh Allen and what this Bills offense is all about. Put some respect on our name, and Jalen Ramsey is ready to do that. Aaron Donald is ready to do that. We watched the way he tackled Josh Allen in those sacks back in 2020. Yesterday, Kyle, you showed us. I want to see what these guys go out there and do and how they're able to dominate tonight. Primetime, everybody's watching. Thursday night football. Come on. Jason, you were in you were in GQ magazine. What yep. year? 2017, 2018? A little, little further back. Okay, okay, fine. They should have put me. Uh, maybe. Yeah. 2018, Jalen Ramsey was in it too, and he called mm. Josh Allen trash. Mm. They asked him about all the quarterbacks. He said, Josh Allen, he said trash. He was on that list? Yes. It was oh. called him trash. <laughs> I love it. He's always um, talking. I love it. He's always talking. Trash. And guess what? Josh Allen's not trash. Josh Allen's really, really <laughs> Treasure. Josh <laughs> Allen's treasure. Um, Let's get this Josh Allen thing going. It has been an off-season of hype, but it's also warranted. He's so good. This guy is a man. I cannot wait to see Josh Allen unveil what he's got in store for us in 2022 tonight. Like This is week one of what should be a 22-week journey that ends with him hoisting a Lombardi trophy in Glendale. You know that we, we, all, we all have talked about the Bills nonstop for six months. We have all discussed Josh Allen as what's supposed to be the MVP perennial favorite. All the Josh Allen. Let's see it actually come out to fruition. And I'm not saying he has to live up to it because I know he will. This guy, to me, is is in that same conversation with Mahomes and Rodgers, and it's on him right now to right this wrong that was done in this divisional round. One of the best performances we have ever seen in a professional football game, and it ended up in a losing effort. How do you respond to that? They're going to be hanging a banner tonight 
And I want to see Josh Allen completely spoil that banner of ceremony and say, no, 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 I'm going to throw five touchdowns on Jalen Ramsey today. Like, that is what I, I envision is going on in his head right now. I don't know if there is a, a bigger ascending star in the league than Josh Allen, and I cannot wait to see him on a football field because that was the last time we saw him. And it ended in a very, very unfortunate fashion for him. How does he respond? The Josh Allen 2022 campaign starts tonight, folks. We're waiting for it. Let's get on board. He he played a perfect game. And I think the week before against the Patriots played a perfect Perfect game. The last time, two straight perfect playoff games. And I I think I'm with you, Peter. There's this expectation. It's L.A., it's Hollywood. I always think of the movie Seven, when Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt are trying to find John Doe, the serial killer, and he's built up as this mythical figure. And and Brad Pitt says, if we catch him, and he turns out to be the devil, like Satan himself, it might live up to our expectations. That's what we're looking for Josh Allen tonight. Can I tell you something pretty cool? This is his, he's a California kid. Yeah. All right, we know he's from Fireball, California. This is the first time he's ever playing a football game in the pros in California. Is that right? Awesome. You've got all those teams. You've got the Chargers, yeah, yeah. the Rams, the Niners, the Raiders at the time. He has never played in his home state. I, I think he's going to put on a show tonight. I, I really know. do. There, there, was, there was, relating to the hype in the offseason, there was kind of a viral poll that was going around, especially in the Bills circles, and it was, how many Super Bowl rings will Josh Allen win? And, like, zero was not an option. It was, like, one to three, four to six, seven plus. And, like, it was not a joke. And, like, we're all laughing because it's, it's hilarious. It's almost satire. But that's – and yet, this is not just Josh Allen. This is the Bills. This is a super team. This is – take your pick. At, just ask anybody. Number one defense last year. Maybe the best safety tandem in the whole league. They added Von Miller. Not sure if you heard. Maybe the best – I mean, it's like the coach. It's it's – Everything. It's not just Josh Allen. Um, and I, I, there's something I can't get over. And it's on our very air, on our very network. The other night, Game Day Morning Crew did a special. Who's your Super Bowl pick? Just Let me just spend a second with this. All right. Six for six bills. From every perspective. Rich Eisen, day one at the network, knows everything, sees his Bills. Steve Mariucci, from a coaching perspective. Bills. Kurt Warner, Hall of Famer, Super Bowl Bills. Michael Irvin, I think this is the first time in 30 years he hasn't picked the Cowboys to win the Super Bills. All right, Cynthia Freeland, different perspective, numbers, analytics, Bills. Rachel, a wild card, sees the game <laughs> totally Rachel different. Rachel a wild card. <laughs> Absolutely, and I say that, I feel like she's my kin. All right, we're going to go rogue. Oh, Rachel, by the way, all five people took the Bills. Oh, I want to go different. Bills. Yeah. Every single piece of that puzzle took Bills. No matter where you come from, what your football creed is, your football pedigree, Bills, 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 Bills. It's the most loaded AFC we've ever seen. Six for six Bills. And I don't blame them. Probably a fair chance I'm going to take the Bills later in the show. But it's just, it's more than Allen. It is, this is an undefeated team. The Dolphins, get your champagne ready because you're going to have to throw it. It's like, it's so much. Show us something tonight. Don't. Do not lose this game 31 to 16. You can lose. Oh. Don't pee down your leg. Yes. No, that's what I'm saying. Dude, you <laughs> lost last week. If you guys lose by 15 points to the Rams and Cooper Cup has 200 yards, oh my gosh. It is, you know, those things of like a Zeppelin crashing, yeah. you know? I'm not saying it's that, but don't be that Zeppelin, all right? Poster in the dorm room in black and white. The Zeppelin. Yeah, the Zeppelin. Like, no. Oh my God. Mafia. No, I don't think it's going to happen, but like, don't you let us down now, you guys. This, this big stake stuff. Show up. Show out, as they say. Just give us a show, because we've been spending... I I threw my back out hyping you guys for eight months. I got lumbar issues from... Let's go.
Now, go show Tampa. up, go show Tampa. out. But the show itself is going to have to wait a couple minutes because the Rams have to unveil their banner. Yeah. It's going to take some time. It's going to eat up some minutes on the broadcast. And that's emotional. That's a heavy thing for a reigning Super Bowl champion team to deal with. And who do I look for to kind of steady the pace and help the Rams explode right off the bat, right off kickoff? Matt Stafford. Okay. And specifically, I'm already glad we heard from Tom Pelissero this hour because that elbow, hey, for as much as we talked about the Bills this, the Bills that, they're excellent, they're star power. We uh, matched it maybe a little bit with what is going on with Matthew Stafford's elbow this offseason. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not saying that it could be an issue. I'm, I'd be happy if it wasn't an issue. And frankly, I just want a bow right. on this thing. I want a period, end of sentence. But if I see even a flicker of a grimace or a flicker of uh-huh. a wince, uh-huh. all of a sudden, what is going on with that injected elbow from this offseason? What is going on with this offense that has equal amount of firepower, star power, and what is going on with the elbow of that quarterback? It's like the bloody sock with the Red Sox. Like, <laughs> he, he throws it. it, and it go, and he, oh, yeah. oh God, yeah. oh, what is happening? <laughs> yep. What I is happening it. for anyone that picked yeah. Bills and Rams for February? It's like that elbow, the second he grabs for it, <laughs> I, it, is, it goes to hold me on the Staffcon scale. I, it's, but I also, if it doesn't happen, that's great. It's a big picture, too. How, how are they going to have to manage this? Because I know he's not on the injury report. That's nice. But it's, mm-hmm. it, it's happened. it happened. Yeah. It yeah. happened. Yeah. You're all over it. It's that thing that he throws a pass and it's incomplete, and then it's just, it's just a little yeah. bit yeah. of that. Yeah. And, like, right. Peter, who's the number two on the Rams? Who's the quarterback? Wolford. Johnny Boy. I don't want to hear his name once tonight. I like Wolford. I love Wolford, Peter. You want to hear his name? <laughs> no. And they're warming up. John. He's starting to throw. Oh, no. Take a oh, snap no. from the center. Getting ready. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, Kyle, no. did you practice that? Bills. I know. Yeah, no. Bills. Just, like, does, you could in have brought moment. in anybody. You could have brought in uh, uh, Elon Musk. Bills. Yeah. Who's that guy who does on the election night? Your paper yeah, uh, The khakis. Oh, what is his name? On oh, NBC. Yeah. What's yeah. his name? Bills. Whoever it is, is whatever. Bills. Uh, anyone you want. Karnacki. Is, is that Bills. his name? Yeah, yeah. Karnacki. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I feel like Vrabel's, or, or, or anybody you name. Vrabel, Bills. Bills. <laughs> Bill Belichick, Bills. Uh, Mike McDaniel, Mike Bills. McDaniel, Get the whole Bills. division in there. Anybody. Uh, oh, Sean McVay, no. Bills. Like, uh, just, uh, Bills. Well, Mahomes chimes in, Bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Rams host the Bills tonight, so it's time for us to make our final predictions of the 2022 season. Let's turn towards the men on the sidelines and who we think will win Coach of the Year. Peter, you are all over all the movement all the time with the coordinators <laughs> and the coaches sure and who to watch. You know, which assistant assistant we have to watch yeah. for five years from now, he's going to become a head coach. But now <laughs> this, is, this, this is where it all pays off. And there's there's some relationships here. You pick one over the other. It says, well, what are you trying to say about? No, none of that matters now. <laughs> trying to project the season here. And truthfully, you look at the Coach of the Year award. Last year, yeah. Mike Vrabel won mm-hmm. it. He'd been a veteran coach. The Titans did amazing things with all the injuries they succumbed. But historically, it's a first-year coach who takes a team from obscurity to the playoffs. And we've seen that with Sean McVay. We've seen it with Kevin Stefanski. We've seen it with Matt Nagy in just the last couple years. I'm going that route. Mm -hmm. I'm going with a first-year NFL head coach Mm -hmm. who has coached the MVP two years in a row and I believe will be coaching the MVP this season as well. The Denver Broncos are going to the playoffs and Nathaniel Hackett will be the man taking them there. I'm going with Nathaniel Hackett as my NFL head coach of the year. I think the upgrade that this offense is going to see from both Russell Wilson and Hackett will be noticeable. I think the win total will jump. 
And if I'm going to say that Javante Williams is going to be my number one breakout star and Russell Wilson's going to be my MVP, you have to. You better believe I'm finishing that Triple Crown and that Nathaniel Hackett is going to be coach of the year. I think the Broncos are going to be very good this year. I'm talking 10-11 wins, potential AFC West champions, maybe even representing this team in this conference in the Super Bowl. And I think Hackett is such an uplift from what they've had. And it's nothing against Vic Fangio. Great NFL coach. That thing ran its course. Yep. Hackett is fresh. It's new energy. It's a new quarterback. It's a new everything. I miss Mile High mattering. Mm. Mm. The Broncos are going to matter again. Yeah. We're going to see Sunday night games in, in Denver. Go. We're going to see a team that's going to play great defense and great offense. Nathaniel Hackett's your NFL Coach of the Year for 2022. I like it. You know the one thing as a player, when you got a new coach that was tough, was this guy walks in the building. They take all the old signs down, now we're in the building. Mm. Whatever saying oh, yeah, the coach yeah, yeah. had before, <laughs> and they put brand new signs up, and they come in and they tell you, well, you guys didn't do this. You didn't do that. You were missing this piece. The culture here is all bad. And as a player, when you're there for a while, it's just like, he just got here. He hasn't even talked to any of the players. <laughs> How is he supposed to know what's going on inside this building but there is a new coach who has been there Dennis Allen has been with the New Orleans Saints for a long time. You talk about new head coaches. He is one of them. He has been sitting there. He's been taking notes. He's been figuring out what are we missing since we won that Super Bowl that I was a part of. Yes, the defense has been great, but we're still not there yet. Now he has a Jameis Winston who's coming off an ACL injury, who's back, who's talking about his body parts and press conferences, (laughs) and he is ready to rock because everything's connected and he's feeling great. Michael Thomas is coming off injury and said this season will be like the 2019 season for himself. And we know what Dennis Allen can do on the defensive side of the ball. So for that reason, I have him in the wild card. They're in the playoffs this year. Dennis Allen will be leading him and he will be your 2022 Coach of the Year. That's a great choice. I like that Inspired, so believe original. Big yeah. shoes. Yeah. Believe big it. Big shoes. Big shoes. Very big. That's why it's going to be, I like it. It's very convincing. I love those new signs the coach is oh. Can I get a 50-foot sign that just says attitude? <laughs> Put it up there. Like, hey, just give me one of those. Remember Rex Ryan showed up and the sign just said, play like a jet. Like, I don't even know what that means, but like, let's just, let's go yeah. with it. McVay, big sign guy, oh, too. Yeah. Huge we sign. not me. <laughs> All right. Um. I, I, I'm very excited because everything you were saying uh, in the AFC West, I was strongly considering Brandon Staley as coach of the year. Mm. Um, but I did not. I did not take him. Instead, I'm kind of borrowing from what you guys are saying. Things get real stale in certain franchises. The fans get very frustrated. Players get really frustrated. And this whoo, injection of energy comes. Here's my coach of the year. Just bring him up. I want to see this a video of my coach of the year. There he is. Former New England Patriots quarterback. That is my guy, current Minnesota Viking yeah! Kevin O'Connell. That was him way back in the day, guys. Look at him next to Matt Castle back in the old Belichick days, back in 2008. There he is now, all clean up, all grown up. Peter mentioned him earlier in the, in the show. That is coming right out of that McVeigh farm. Yep. Fresh produce from McVeigh Farm and fresh production. Imagine you get to step in and say, oh, in my huddle I get Jefferson and Dalvin and we get to play in a dome and we get to just light the place on fire every single week. Uh, I think Kevin O'Connell is going to be that exact uh, injection of fresh youth, energy, speed, modern offense. And I'm kind of with Peter. 
If I say that Kirk Cousins is going to win the MVP, you got to double down. And the Minnesota Vikings are going to win the NFC North. Believe me, the head coach of the year, in my opinion, is going to be Kevin O'Connell, a former Patriots quarterback and a 2022 Coach of the Year for the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of skull coming up here, Erdogan. Was, 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 was that a good? That was very accurate. Okay. That was very accurate. Okay. Okay. Um, so I feel you. On you start to make your predictions. You look at teams. You start to build them up in your mind. And we had a question yesterday that got scrapped from the show, which is which fan base is giving you a ton of heat? Yeah. It was the, oh. it was the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh. They were absolutely crushing me for not having for leaving them out of the playoffs. But there's a reason. It's that division is so powerful. There are other teams that are going to step up to the plate. There are other teams that have weapons on their offense that are spectacular. And there is a new head coach in the West that is not Nathaniel Hackett. Mm. And it's one that Jason McCourty knows very well. Mm. It is one Josh McDaniel. Wow! Raiders. Raiders. He will be your coach of the year. This is his second stint as a head coach. He was in Denver. He went 11-17. and 17. Erase it. Erase <laughs> that number. He will be your 2022 coach of the year. Derek Carr. Devontae Adams arrives. If he wins that loaded division, which I have the Las Vegas Raiders doing, he will be your 2022 Coach of the Year. Let's talk about a farm. He was on the Bill Belichick farmland for quite some time. And he will emerge victorious, and he will be your Coach of the Year. I like that one. Um, I think it's going to be a steep climb only because... Playoffs last year, yeah. productive last year. So I think he's got to do huge things. I think the mm-hmm. Devontae thing needs to be incredible, and mm-hmm. maybe they go even deeper. Um, I like all the picks, though, and Four I like the first year guys. Different first time with the team yeah. and coaches. Uh-huh. Yep. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
We've got a great guest right now. Before he was running one of the 32 NFL franchises, our next guest was working in finance at Merrill Lynch. He ultimately followed his dream and his heart, and he helped build a dynasty over 20 seasons with the New England Patriots. And now... He is the Houston Texans general manager. Please welcome to Good Morning Football, Mr. Nick Casario. What up, Nick? Football. Good morning. Good morning. It is great to have you, Nick. And uh, it's your second year as GM of the Texans. It feels like after the Deshaun Watson trade, this team is finally able to turn the page. We've got a new era. What's it been like since finally making that deal and really putting your imprint on the rebuilding of this one-time perennial playoff team down there in Houston? Sure. Any, anytime you take over a program, you realize there's a lot of work in front of you. Um, there's going to be a lot of change. I think change is the one thing that's consistent in our league. But um, you know, I think the people that have been in our building over the last you know, 18 to 20 months, whatever it's been, have had a great attitude, have, have had a great approach. Now we want to just go out there and try to play good football. So we've turned the roster over, I would say, a fair amount here over the past few years. There's still a lot of work in front of us to be done, um, but we've had a good offseason. Uh, we had a good participation, good attitude, good commitment from the entire team. Uh, new coaching staff in place, you know, new coaching staff to some degree, but there's some carryover from last year. So you know, just try to build on some of the things that you know we put in place foundationally. Um, ultimately, it's about wins and losses, and it's about execution on Sundays. And you know, this will be a good opportunity here on Sunday against the Colts, against a really good team. Yeah, without a doubt. And Nick, you talk about execution. I want to know: Are you still throwing the ball in practice every single day? Are you executing that? Uh, I, I've kind of quasi-retired from throwing in practice. Um, actually, when we bring uh, players in for work, when we bring players in for workouts during the week. So I'll get out there and, and throw the football around. So I'm um, getting a little bit older. So arm doesn't get as sore because I'm not throwing as much. But uh, it's always good to kind of be immersed in the process and be involved with everybody. I love it. Well, as you're getting older, we'll go back in time. Back in 2001, you were in your first season with the Patriots on the personnel side. And you guys faced the Rams in the Super Bowl where Lovey Smith was the defensive coordinator. Now you two are leading that Texans franchise and you're trying to change things. How's the experience been with Lovey and what are you looking for for the future? Yeah, you know, Mac, everything kind of comes full circle, as you know. So, um, you know, my role that year was so minimal. I mean, I wasn't really a part of the team, but it was going to be a part of that that process. But um, working with Lovey, I think the transition has been smooth and we had the opportunity to spend time together last year, just kind of understanding some of the things that are important to him. You know, philosophically, uh, going back to last year on the defensive side of the ball, it's probably a little bit different than some of the things that we did in New England um, in terms of player profiles and some of the things that, that we look for here. Um, so that's been a good learning process, but, you know, Lovey's done a great job. I think he's commanded the respect of the team and everybody in the building. Um, holds the players to a high standard, holds them accountable, um, you know, treats them like men because ultimately it's the players game. So it's going to be in the hands of the players on Sunday. But, you know, he's had a great attitude. He's had a great approach. Um, the players have responded to him. So hopefully that translates into good production on the field here starting on Sunday. Nick, I just want to take a minute, too, to congratulate everything that you, your team, and your organization have done with the connection with the Uvalde community in mm -hmm. Texas. Uh, what you have done and what I know your team will continue to do, I know it's very special for a community that had such a tragic event happen to them. So well done. Props on that. No, I appreciate that. You know, really, it's a credit to the people and the players. Um, you know, when going back to originally when it happened back in June, 
you know, the players, um, we raise a certain amount of money, a significant amount of money, and then ownership matched that in terms of supporting the community. But, you know, we were um, hard hit from just from a personal perspective because Roland Ramirez um, does a great job with our sports performance staff. I mean, that's where he grew up. So when something like that hits home, it really kind of hits everybody in the building. And really what you want to try to do is just empathize with what they're going through and just be there and provide support. Um, and I know players, uh, Lovey, you know, uh, KG, Kirko, you know, went down to Uvalde here over the weekend, um, other members of the organization. So and it kind of speaks to the commitment to doing the right thing, um, just trying to do right by people. Um, and we're fortunate to have a lot of good people in this building. Um, and, and as you all know, there's things in life that are much bigger than football. Um, you know, I try to keep perspective like we have a job to do, but there's there's people that are really suffering and are hurting. So if we can kind of be, a you know, light. While they're going through some darkness there, you know, that's all we can really do. So credit to the players, credit to the staff, credit to the organization um, for just trying to do the right thing and being supportive. So I appreciate you acknowledging that. Absolutely. Well, one of the first ever jobs you had to do upon being hired as a general manager for the Texans is your first ever draft selection. And that was a 2021, the Stanford quarterback, and his name was Davis Mills. We've had him on the show. He's fantastic. Uh, what's his growth been like? What has impressed you most about what you thought he was going to be and what he's turned into coming into week one? Yeah, I mean, he's had a great attitude from the day he walked into the building. Um, he has a good personality. He's very consistent um, with his approach. Um, really not too much bothers him, which I would say, you know, in this league, especially playing that position is important because everything happens one play to the next. So whatever happens on one play, you got to transition, go to the next play, you go to first down, you go to second down, you go to third down, you're in the red area. So there's a lot of things that happen, but he works really hard. He was very diligent in the offseason. Uh, like a lot of our players, we had a very good offseason attendance even before the offseason program started. But he was in the building starting in February, um, trying to work and improve as a player. Um, so he's made a commitment. The players, I would say, acknowledge that commitment. Um, we had the selection of captains yesterday, and he was selected one of those captains along with Cookie, uh, Kirko, Jerry Hughes, and, and John Weeks. So um, it's a good opportunity for Davis in front of him. Um, but ultimately, all, we're all going to be judging our performance. And, and Davis understands that. And I think when you play that position, there's a lot of eyeballs that, that come along with it. But I think the key is just go out there, try to play good football, try to do the right thing for the team on a day-to-day -day basis. So he's been very diligent and purposeful in that respect. Nick, let's talk about this year's rookie class. You know, you got uh, Trayvon Walker down there in the division. Aiden Hutchinson looks great. En enough of those guys. We want to talk about the 107th overall pick, a uh, freight train <laughs> named Damian Pierce, running back for the Houston Texans. Uh, he is currently your starting running back, 107th overall pick. Not that we need it, Nick, but fire us up about this young man and what you're expecting from him this year. I'm not going to help your fantasy draft. So, but um, yeah, I mean, he, he, he certainly uh, got a lot of recognition. Um, I think we all kind of have to, you know, all seriousness, try to maintain some level of, of uh, perspective on this. But you know, I think our, our, our entire rookie class, they've come in from day one. They've had a good attitude. They've worked hard. They've been very receptive to coaching. They kind of fit in with the team. Um, the reality is all of them just have to find a role and find a niche on the team, whatever that is. They weren't here last year, but you know, this is about just taking advantage of your opportunity. Um, so I'd say DP is one of those players that's been able to do that to this point. But, you know, really, when you transition to the regular season, there's a lot of things that are going to change. And, and the consistency over the course of 17 weeks, 18 weeks, whatever it is, that's the most important thing. So it's not about where a player was drafted. It's about their performance in production when they're on the field. That's what we're concerned about and that's what we care about. So, you know, hopefully we can get off to a good start here on Sunday with everybody involved. 
Beautifully said. I completely respect it. Uh, that being said, Nick, was I probably didn't get your group fired up. Sorry out? about that, KB. That's okay. <laughs> when you saw Damian Pierce's run against Florida State as you're recruiting him, what did you spit out, and when did you decide, oh, we have to have him? It was it during this run because that's when we all fell in love with him. Yeah, I mean, you go through the the draft process. There's always you know some plays that are going to pop up, but it's really the holistic picture of the player because you're getting everything that comes along with the player when they come in your building. So what we care about is that players that work hard, they care about football, they take coach and they want to improve, they have a good attitude, they embrace the team concept. So those are the things that are important. And you have to look at the physical traits and characteristics that are required of that position and whether or not the player possesses those, then you can make a determination of whether or not it's a player you want to draft or add to your team. So regardless if a player's picked in the first round, the second round, I mean, I'd say J-Max a great example. Here's a guy, you know, six-round pick, which, you know, nobody, you know, well, obviously wasn't very highly thought of for the wrong reasons, but had an unbelievable career. So it's not about where you're drafted or where you get picked. It's about what you do while you're here. And I think that's the most important thing for most young players to really understand and in order to have a long career, you have to do it on a year-to-year basis because in the end, that's what's going to matter the most. Yeah. yeah. We love that. Uh, all right, quickly, let's have some fun here. We, we've heard some stories <laughs> in the past about all the general managers and head coaches as they move up their professional careers up the ladders. Read a nugget, tell me if this is true or not, that in your first season with the Patriots, one of your tasks was to relay information from the broadcast that John Madden was saying to tell the Patriots coaches, here's what Madden's got. Here's what Madden's insights are. How do we imply, how do we imply that into our game plan? Is that true? Man, well, that was a Super Bowl. So my first year, um, you know, Josh and I kind of shared an office that was probably no bigger than, you know, a closet at my house. So it was various and sundry tasks throughout the course of the year, whether it was film breakdown to go to the airport and pick somebody up for a workout. So there's a lot of different responsibilities that that we were asked. And, you know, it was a great learning experience, learning opportunity. Um, at the time, I was working, you know, for Scott uh, Pioli in a personnel department um, and had an opportunity to start doing some things in the coaching staff um, for Coach Belichick and the rest of the group. So, you know, very fortunate and blessed to have been with a great organization with a lot of great people. I mean, Bill is arguably the best coach in the history of sports and they got a great ownership group. So we're all blessed to be around a lot of good people that have impacted our development over the course of time. So that was a starting point. Um, I would say like most rookies, you know, 2001 was kind of my rookie year. You really don't know how it's going to go. It's year to year. Um, And fortunately I was able to stay in one place for a long time, which doesn't really happen in this league. So um, I wouldn't have the opportunity here in Houston if it wasn't for the people that kind of lay the groundwork, um, uh, you know, in New England. So (laughs) I'll, it's funny, actually, I'll never forget. So after the game, it was like a scrum on the field. Um, and I was kind of like eight rows back. And of course, everybody, you know, your mother thinks that you're the most important person. She found my picture like in the middle of a crowd. And it's like I had, it made a big difference. But I really didn't do a squat. So I'm just I'm happy I was there to actually be a part of the team. <laughs> well, I love it. And I hope that you've got a young assistant out there transcribing Good Morning Football every day. Because That's what right. we're offering <laughs> is really good insight, Nick. Um, as he laughs hysterically. <laughs> what a joke that would be. You're the man, dude. Thanks and good luck this season. Appreciate it, Nick. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Have a great day. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The regular season kicks off this evening, and with it, Prediction Week must come to an end. But before we can wrap things up, the time has come to make our final predictions for our Super Bowl 57 matchup and champion. Peter, you have let us off all week. It's time for you to get things started. Oh, my gosh. The the amount of buildup to this very segment is uh, you can't even talk about it. Last year, I picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl. They did. A couple of years back, I had the Buccaneers and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. They went. A few years before that, I had the Rams and the Patriots. It happened. I take a lot of pride Mm -hmm. in this pick. In fact, I pin my Super Bowl pick 30 minutes before kickoff of tonight's game every single year, Mm -hmm. and I'll live with it if it goes terribly wrong because you know what? It very rarely does. (laughs) (laughs) Peter! I (laughs) I put the work in, and it always pays off. I don't throw darts. I actually do it with what I talk about and what I – I live and breathe this. In the NFC, I I, I had a really hard time. It is wide open. You know, I spoke with Sean McVay for a long time yesterday, and I hung up the phone. I was like, how am I going to pick against this guy? He's a Mm -hmm. longtime friend. I think he's incredible. I think the Rams are great. And yet it is so darn hard to repeat that I'm not going with the L.A. Rams. Here. I spoke with someone at the 49ers organization yesterday, and I said, (laughs) I love everything about this team. I have questions about the quarterback. The quarterback looks good. No. I'm not going with the 49ers. There's all these young upstart teams, and... And there's that guy down there in, in Tampa, Florida, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, my gosh, is he good or what? And, and man, that 11 days away, that might have been good for his mental sure. And yet I saw a soundbite yesterday that helped solidify my position on the NFC. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the only soundbite I needed to hear, talking about his week one matchup against a division rival. Let's hear from the man who I think is going to be finally playing in a Super Bowl for the first time in more than a decade. You know, we've played in some tough environments. This will be another one, good test. You know, just like all the other teams in the NFC North, it seems like every single year. Uh, you know, I think their fan base and their teams feel like this is our year to win the North. Hasn't really been the case during my time for the most part. 
I've got the Green Bay Packers coming out of the NFC. They're back. Okay, no Devontae Adams. Don't care. (laughs) Questions on the offensive line. Is Bakhtiari going to play? Is Jenkins going to play? I do care. I I don't know. I I just... Rodgers isn't going to miss this one again, is he? No, Rodgers has to go. And I think this is the perfect way it goes for Rodgers. I think... Everyone betting against them. Everyone picking the Vikings in the north. Roger says, you know what? I can do it without Devontae, and I'm going to do it. And you know what? It might be a swan song. Honestly, it might just be like, you know what? Drop the mic. I did it without Devontae Adams and with all the question marks. No Nathaniel Hackett. No Luke Getze. All these things. The offensive line is a major question mark. And yet he's so good and so driven and so motivated by distractors and haters and people who don't believe in him that I could see them not even hosting playoff games, going on the road, and like Rodgers saying, you know what, screw it, I'm taking us there. Mm. So who are they going to play in the the Super Bowl? Who are they going to go against? Gosh, we've talked a lot about the Bills, haven't we? We sure have. Man, they are good. They come off the bus and they're good. Like, they walk off the bus and Josh Allen is like that guy. Uh And behind him, it's Von Miller now. And, of course, you've got all these superstars and digs. And we love what Gabriel Davis is going to do. And the big boys up front. And yet I don't have the Buffalo Bills. No Bills. I don't. In fact, I've also been talking a lot about the Broncos this week. I've got their coach as coach of the year. I've got uh, their quarterback as MVP. I've got their running back leading the league in rushing and Javante. It ain't the Broncos. Um, What are we doing here? Talking about the Bills all day long, every day, all day. What are we doing hyping up Joe Burrow like he's been there and done that 30 different (laughs) times? Guys, coming out of the AFC in what will be a rematch of Super Bowl One. Hello. You know it. The Kansas City Let's Chiefs. Go. They're back again. The City Chiefs are going back to where they belong, and that is the Super Bowl. And they're going to do it against the Green Bay Packers, and there's going to be a lot of this footage. Oh, my God. oh do I love history. Yeah. Super Bowl One. Chiefs, <laughs> Packers in a showdown for the ages. Packers come out there, and they absolutely handle Kansas City. And yet it was a fun one because it was the first Super Bowl. And there he is, Lenny Dawson. In the year of Lenny Dawson. And what we're remembering, one of the NFL greats, I think it is going to be Chiefs versus Packers in the Super Bowl. And oh, I can't wait. Let me tell you something about the Super Bowl, actually. Mahomes and Rodgers do all those commercials together. The first time they were supposed to play, Mahomes wasn't on the field. The last time they were supposed to play, Rodgers wasn't on the field. They have never faced off one-on-one, Rodgers and Mahomes. They will in Super Bowl 57. And the winner will be... The winner will be, folks, I want you to see the number on the front, the number on the back. You might not even recognize this player yet. I think he is going to be a superstar. The winner of Super Bowl 57 in Glendale, Arizona this February will be the Kansas City Chiefs, led by linebacker Nick Bolton. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! It's a full team this year. It's a full team. It's not just you know Tyreek and Patrick. They've got a defense that is wow, going to Peter. scare you. Bolton. Nick Bolton, number 32. Tyron Matthews' old uniform. He's wearing that this year. He went from 54 to 32. And I look at that defense with Karlaftis coming, with Chris Jones up front, with Frank Clark, and with a just rebuilt defensive line. I think this Kansas City Chiefs team is going to be the complete team. Not just offense, not just Tyreek. Just wait. 
Chiefs versus Packers in what might as well be the insurance bowl. I am going with this team right here. Kansas City Chiefs win another chip. Mahomes gets his second, and we are off and running. Let's go! Jason, you're up, man. Wow. Oh, you're up. Up. Let's, Let's get see. some theater Let's here. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. <laughs> Which <laughs> list was Nick Bolton on? Breakout list. Breakout list. Yeah. Nick Bolton. Right. People are like, right. who is Nick Bolton? Nick Bolton's my guy. All right, yes. Peter's time is up. It is my time. Yep. It is Super Bowl. It is in Glendale, Arizona. We have a great matchup. It's going to be between two quarterbacks, the beauty and the beast. One's brawn, one's good-looking. But the quarterbacks, one's been there before. One will be getting there for the first time. One guy has never beaten the other guy, whether that's on the football field or whether that's on the golf course. Mm. These guys will go head-to-head in Super Bowl 57. I'm not going to waste your time and lead up and do one team, this team. I'm going to show you who these two teams will be facing off in the Super Bowl this year. Give me these two teams right now. The Buffalo Bills and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be this year's Super Bowl matchup. Josh Allen versus Mr. Tom Brady. Let's talk about these Buccaneers. It is never too late to achieve Things. Doesn't matter how old you are. Tom Brady, 45 years old, he's still doing it. His head coach, Todd Bowles, just earned his bachelor's degree. Mm. They are finding ways to still achieve success. Tom Brady's gone. No, not my bad. Tom Brady's there. Gronkowski's gone. We added new guys. We have Julio Jones. We're going to be okay. There's no reason to get mad. These guys will have to fight through adversity, ebbs and flows of the seasons. There'll be clouds, there'll be sunshine. There'll be rainy days, there'll be beautiful days. Tom Brady said it himself. They are going to find a way. Look at the intensity. He knows that he's getting older. He talked about when the season hits, it's time to focus. It's time to lock in. It's time to give everything I have to the organization. I'm going to live up to my commitment because that is what I've always done. Tom Brady loves proving people wrong. From the first time when he was drafted in the sixth round, 199th pick, and he has already won multiple Super Bowls. Let's get to the AFC side. And let's let's talk about Josh Allen, Mm -hmm. and let's talk about these Buffalo Bills. But before I do so, I'm going to let you guys know I'm rolling the Bills Bills. Bills. Josh Allen and these guys are going to he get it so done. When we did our MVP, <laughs> we did our MVP picks yesterday. Everybody said, "Where's Josh Allen? Why is he not up there?" Nobody went with Josh Allen. Kyle Brandt didn't wear the Josh Allen jersey. I was so happy he didn't. The MVP doesn't win the Super Bowl. We talked about Matt Ryan and the Atlanta Falcons. They were up 28 to three. We all thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. It was the MVP curse. Josh Allen, he's getting there this year. He is going to get it done. Whether it's Stephon Diggs, whether it's Gabe Davis, whether it's McKenzie, whether it's James Cooks, you can go down the list. Dawson Knox just got a great deal. These guys have so many weapons. The defense is ready to show, and they're ready to show you guys that, hey, I know we lost 13 seconds last year. We fell a little bit short, but this year we're going to get it done. The playoffs start with 14 teams. Mm -hmm. 13 of them have to go home. Mm. 13. Love it. 13. Remember that number. Buffalo Bills, they remember 13. 
and they are fired up to show you guys. They know they've been there four times before. Four times in a row, the Buffalo Bills went to the Super Bowl. We had Andre Reid on. They fell short. This year, they get it done. Buffalo Bills, Super Bowl champs. Bills Mafia, get those tables ready. We're jumping through. Bills Mafia. Guys. My man. My man. Bills Mafia. Incredible. did it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.